So first things first, James, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm all right, thanks. Nice. Uh, so before we get into the new album titled You, yeah. I'd like to jump back a little bit. Now, I read somewhere that you started writing songs when you were 15. Before that time, what role did music play for you? Um, I, think, I think I started to like, compose songs when I was 15, like with a guitar, you know. And mm. I had a guitar and I was learning and I was putting songs together with music. But I think writing lyrics and coming up with melodies was something I did from, uh, for as long as I can remember. Okay. Um, what was the question again, sorry? Well, what role music played very early on in your life before yeah. you kind of creatively tried to get it out? Uh, well, mu music played a huge role in, in my childhood. Um, I didn't have the best start in life. There was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of kind of st stuff that I'd, I, I'd seen that I shouldn't have seen. And uh, yeah, it was, you know, there was some traumatic stuff that I, that I went through when I was a kid. And I remember music being, uh, you know, a, a, a sanctuary, if you like. Mm. It was, my mum my would play music in the kitchen when I was very young and I would sing along. And my mum gave me huge co confidence because I would sing along to these uh, Michael Jackson songs or, or Prince or wh whatever it might be that she was playing. She played quite an eclectic uh, bunch of music. And um, when I would sing along, she would say, wow, you're the best, you're the best singer in the world. Like you're gonna be a huge star. And, and I was like, oh, wow, amazing. And um, so I really, I really looked for validation from my mum from a young age which made me a little bit obsessed with music, I think. Um, especially when things weren't going so well and maybe I wasn't on the right side of my mum. That's how I would try and get the attention. So I think I was really invested in it from a young age. And um, it played a huge role because it made me, it helped me uh, sort of channel all of that hyper, hyperactive, nervous energy that I had as a kid due to all the, the, the noise that was going on around me. So yeah. Um, and it's continued to be that for me. It's continued to be the thing that's tuned all of the, the kind of uh, stressful stuff out. Mm, exactly, yeah. because, uh, and then up till, like you say, up till now, what is it like being able to, whatever you're going through, or to, to get those thoughts out and put them onto paper and kind of make sense of it? Yeah. Or be creative with it? What, what does it mean to me? I mean, yeah, how, um, how important has that been kind of early on, but now, like you say, yeah. up until now? Uh, hugely, because um, you know, as I said, I didn't have the best start in life. So, uh, and usually, when when that happens, you carry those things that you felt as a kid into your adult life. And for me, that manifested itself into panic attacks, mm. which I've been open, quite open about. Sure. Anxiety, is something that uh, I've struggled. And it's, it's a very common thing today because it's just the sort of the kind of generation, the sort of time that we're in. There's so much information and. Uh, a lot of things that can stress us out and make us feel a little bit under pressure. And um, music, yeah, I'm lucky that I have, I have the ability to, uh, or have the outlet to just dump all of, all of the, um, the anxiety into, into my music and be creative and put pen to paper, as you say, and um, cipher through those, through the things that, com that are confusing. So yeah, I mean, music is, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's huge, massive. Early on, what was the first song that you were really proud of that you wrote? Ah, good question. I wrote a song, I think the first song I, I wrote that I felt like was a legit song was a song called Grey Skies. Uh, and it was, um, 
it was just your typical like Oasis chords, G, C9, D, E minor, you know, th those kind of like, those chords that everybody learns when they first start playing music. And uh, uh, I think the, I can't, yeah, the chorus was just, I, I felt like it was quite profound. It was like talking about the gray skies and how I, how like, I wish I, I felt like a burden to people or something. I, I was the gray sky, I don't know. It had some deep metaphorical meaning and I was like, ah, oh, that's my first real song. And I was proud to play that to people. Uh, so yeah, I think that's probably... And what age was this? That was probably around 14, 15. Okay. Yeah, probably around 14, 15. Because, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard you talk about this new album, You, and one yeah. of the things you said about it is that um, you had written a couple of songs, they weren't mm. uh, really in the line of what was... Uh, what was yeah. working, uh, so you went back to also a part of uh, the type of songs you written when you were 18. Yeah. So yeah. reconnecting, or that around that time, 17, 18, where was your mind in terms of writing songs and what kind of, what were you looking for? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, um, so when I, was that, when I was that age, everything I did was just very raw. And, and I don't just mean like, because I didn't really know what I was doing and I was just, but just because I was expressing myself in a very authentic way and um, I wasn't thinking about technique vocally, I wasn't thinking about uh, structure, I was just, it was just a pure stream of consciousness and it was just, it was just very raw and I feel like I, um, I started writing this new album and I, and I really didn't want it to be like the last album in the sense that the last album was a collection of songs where the approach for writing those songs was I need to get this comeback song because I was very much in the darkness. I was I was out of favor, so this album became this very like personal redemption album. You know, very autobiographical, and it was like I'm going through this. I'm, I need to get back to where I want to be. So, and they were all kind of like trying to be a single. Um, so it didn't feel to me like a coherent body of work uh, conceptually in the way that this new one does. So I started doing the kind of obligatory tour of, of amazing producers and songwriters and um, I got a few great songs out of it but it just felt a bit like I'm, I'm, I'm on that same track again mm. where I'm trying to find this hit song and I don't want to be here I want to be back at home playing my acoustic guitar and tapping into that 18 year old self where it was just like right what's going on in my life or what am I inspired by and how would I do it and not about like how anyone else would want to do it and, um, and I came up with like you know a bunch of songs that have made the album and make the core of the album and um, and if, if you're a, if you're sort of a hardcore fan of me you, you'll recognize that they, they resemble those old kind of songs you know sure this idea of, of needing a hit or, or I, I can imagine that added a lot of pressure even uh, I'm not sure if it's still here then now but uh, early on in this writing kind of cycle mm. What is it like? Because you're in a unique position, you're a public figure, people have things to say about you. What is it like then having to come up with another piece of art and then, like you say, kind of trying to gain people's favor again? It's, uh, it's a struggle, it's a struggle, mm. I've, got to, I've got to admit. Um, especially because I've had like a, you know, a few successful songs, sure. but there's one, there's one or two songs that are just by far and away um, you know, like Say You Won't Let Go has over a billion streams, which is, you know, that, that, could, that could have been my peak. I, may, I might have peaked already, you know. It's going to, going to be very difficult to, to, uh, to, 
recreate that level of success with one particular song. And um, for a little while there, that's what I was trying to do. Mm. I was getting back in the studio and I, and, um, and I think, you know, I was trying to recreate that. And, that. and that's also what the label would want. And what, you know, you just, you just feel like, right, that's, that's my level now, that's what I've got to be. But it's, it's an unrealistic True. goal. Um, I'm super ambitious and I want that for every song that I release. But I kind of t I snapped out of that because I, I released a couple of songs and they didn't do as well. And I was getting me down a little bit and I was like, well, I need to change my mindset. And um, I just focused on making, like I said, a body of work that had a, that had a concept. And you could sit down and listen to this whole thing and just get like a, re you know, a real authentic sense of what it is that, I, that I'm offering you, you know what I mean? Uh, and um, yeah, so I'd, I'm just, it, 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 is, it is a pressure sometimes, but um, also I don't have anything, I don't think there's, I have much to prove anymore. Uh, I think I, I've proved I can write a love song. I don't need to do that again. You know, I, don't, I, d I definitely don't need to write another love song because I think the one that I've written is going to be part of weddings probably to, for the rest of my life. I'm seeing weddings all the time on my, my social media. I'm, I'm, we got married to your song, so I don't think I can really achieve much more than that with a, with a love ballad. So, yeah, I'm going to now just kind of keep trying to reinvent myself and show people different sides of, of, of you know, I've got a lot of influences, hip-hop, rock i come from rock bands uh so yeah i want to show people all of that stuff as well mm. well l let me jump into the album then because there's one song for me that stuck out uh, uh, marine parade is one that that i felt and then, like you say that's more of a soul influence there's all different mm. kinds of things so and we don't have to talk specifically about that song but with songs like that mm. Where do you start then? Because, like you say, I have all these other interests, yeah. other uh, influences. So mm. let's do something with that. Yeah. The interesting thing about that song in particular is um, it was actually made in 2013, okay. and uh, that's what. Yeah. So um, the vocals on that record are, are like five years old, okay. and um, the reason it hasn't made any other record until now is because the sample on it is like a huge sample. <laughs> it's a massive sample. We, I couldn't afford it before. So. Fair enough. And I, I was never going to release the song until I could clear that sample. And um, yeah, I've been wanting to put that song up for a long time. I think um, it shows like the, the soulful influences that I have, like you say. Um, and it was very important for me to, to sort of thread those, those little surprises around this album. Um, like Breathe is kind of a jazzy, a jazzy kind of a song. Mm. And you've got a U, which is kind of quite rocky, and then I drop a 16-bar rap in that one, um, which you know reminds people that that's what I do as well. Like it's a big part of my artistry is that I, I do I do rap as well. Um, yeah, man, there's a few little surprises littered, littered around the album. And yeah. well, one thing one thing about this always is uh, in terms of artist is you want to uh, keep your your identity but also not mm. do the same album over and over again no, so, so no. how do you balance those two worlds like you said the acoustic more ballady yeah. songs but then it's yeah it's an interesting thought because i was talking to this about with someone else earlier and, um and it was kind of that like what's what's good about being a solo artist as opposed to me being being in a in a band which is where i started out and which mm. which is where i thought i would make it. I thought I was going to be the front man of a band. I was going to play rock music and it was going to be a little bit soulful, but ultimately it was all guitar based music, like electric guitar based music. Um, and I suppose the beauty of being a solo artist is that 
you, you know, you haven't got four other people that, like, if you want to do some hip-hop or you want to do some R&B, like, they're not going to go, yeah, man, but where's the guitars or where's this? Or, um, and, uh, yeah, I never want to just be one thing, um, you know, so, yeah, I just never want to be one thing. I want to be versatile and um, I don't think any of my albums have ever been one thing, you know, they've always kind of had a bit of diversity to them. Um, but having said that, I would love to just do a strictly rock album and I'd love to do a strictly rap album as well or, or merge the two um, and really focus on like a passion project like that. Like, this is my, this is my rock effort, you know, uh, or this is my rap effort or my soul effort or whatever. Like well, with, sorry, uh, with, with that in mind then, can you see yourself uh, going on stage with a full band and kind of uh, having that band thing? Well, I mean, that's how we uh, present, that's how I present myself mm. on, in my shows. Um, it's always with a full band. It's always like, and I, and I, and we act like you know, I treat the guys in my band as though, you know, they are also James Arthur. They're represent, sure. they're representing me. We're a movement, and a, um, yeah, I've had the same guys for a long time now. So, yeah, I feel like I'm in a band. Okay, but, uh, that's good. Yeah, man. Um, and uh, like you said about uh, back from the end, it's more inwardly very very much searching in, inside yourself. Um, yeah. And then with this album, you wanted to be inspired a little bit more by other people's stories. Yeah, not, not only that, but I want it to uh, invoke, uh, I want it to make people look introspectively. And, and uh, um, I think the lyrics are sort of uh, deliberately designed to make you feel like um, the song belongs to you, and you can re you can definitely interpret. It's not not to say that the, that it's vague, because I definitely put some details in there sure. my, of like of my own life. But I try and open it up as much as I can to to interpretation, and that that's why it's called you. And I also use the word you an awful lot on this record, so <laughs> that helps with the concept. That title track, uh, when did it? When in the process did it kind of float to the top? The what? Sorry, the sorry. title track. You. The title track. Um, Luckily, it was like halfway through. Uh, like I, I wasn't like going into sessions like I need to write the song you. Mm. But uh, I got to the end of the chorus and I went, "There's nothing wrong with being you." And then the sample sounded like it was saying you, so we tried to make it sound like you. And uh, I was like, "Well, there it is. There's, there's the title track." Mm. And because of the, well, I've, I've read, uh, wrote down lyrics here and there, but. Uh Specifically with you, um, I wrote down nothing wrong with being you as well. That that sentiment, uh, mm. where did that come from? Is that something you've always held, or? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it was. Uh, it's going to sound corny, but I think it was like because I'm getting older and like the insecurities are slowly fading away. You know, mm. something that happens, I guess, when you grow up, you stop giving a shit about what people think as much. You know, obviously, you want to. You don't want to be an arrogant sure. person, but you know. Uh, I definitely don't care as much about what people think, and that was a problem for me before. You know, I definitely was seeking validation from other people more than more than I should. It was unhealthy, and um, yeah, I think I think that sentiment was just like, you know, I think it's really powerful to say there's nothing wrong with being you, and um, it just it, it it was one of them like, you know, when you're writing songs, like sometimes the the line just comes to you. It just, or it's not, it's not a massively profound line, but it, it fit like a puzzle piece just at the end of the chorus, and uh, I was like, yeah, that's it, that's you know, and it's, uh, it summed up, it summed up the song, and it summed up the album, uh, so that was it. 
And like you say, in terms of kind of making a, co a cohesive whole, because yeah. I wrote something down from the, the song Fall, which is sometimes I want to fall. There's kind of the, the maybe I'm interpreting it wrong, but the, the, the allowing yourself yeah. to fail at, at times and not always. Yeah, it's, uh, it's surrendering. It's, it's about surrender. It's, a, it's, it's an extension of that concept of right. like, it's okay not to be okay. It's fine to be you. Uh, it's self-acceptance, it's all of that stuff, it's like, uh, yeah, um, yeah, for, it's like, sometimes you just want to fall flat on your face, and that's fine, Sur surrender to the, to the stuff, same with Treehouse, mm. it's like, you know, just forget about the world and we'll go and smoke a J or whatever, I don't know, wh wherever your safe place is or your happy place is, it's fine to just go there sometimes, like the world moves fast enough as it is, and yeah, fall, like, I felt like, uh, it could be a sound, like a, a song for a mental health organization or something like, and it might push that, push that, uh, that sentiment of it being okay not to, not to be, you know, not to feel right. And with what you just said in mind then, uh, because you also said, well, you're quite ambitious, so yeah. um, how do you see success these days? How do you, for instance, with this album, you, when, when for you will this album be a success? I think success is measured by, by you. I think, I think you, you, you should measure the success. You should set yourself goals. I mean, my last album was number one. Uh, I think this album's a lot better than the last album, so uh, I think it should be number one. And, uh, but, I, but if it wasn't number one, I, I, I don't think it would be because of it's not good enough. I think it'd be probably because Post Malone dropped his album the week before or something. So you have to take those things into consideration. Uh, do I want Grammys and Brit Awards and accolades? Yeah, 100%. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry for all that. I think I deserve all that. Uh, but uh, I keep my, keep my, my goals realistic and, uh, you know, I, I, I now measure my success. I, it's funny, I've made a massive, a drastic change in mindset. It's like my mindset used to be, I have to get this, I have to get mm. that. And then when things didn't go my way, I got really pissed off with myself. And um, sometimes you can't control that, so, yeah, man. There's one thing, I, I didn't really want to talk about this, but it, it kind of fits, I suppose, because, I, the, the, yeah. Uh, about Glastonbury, you, you're feeling that you definitely want to play there, and yeah. you're kind of feeling being snubbed a little bit. Yeah. Um, with that in mind, what, what is your sense of the music industry in, the, in those respects? Are there kind of... Uh, Boundaries for for artists and um, I, for me, I think um, it's a good question. Like I said, I'm still in the mindset of that guy who's in, in bands and rock bands, so mm. I, and like being a front man. Um, so so in my head, I, I've done I've done the uh, the graveyard shifts. I've sure. I, I've done the sort of gigs to two men and a dog and travelled around the UK with with a band and and. Um, and feel as though I, I belong up there at Glastonbury. I've paid my dues. I've represented the UK around the world. But I, but I do forget that that X Factor tag will follow me. And um, certain people look at that like, like it's, it means that you're manufactured in some way. When actually it's a lot harder to, to make it through a show like that and, uh, and maintain a career and have longevity. I mean, there's nobody from the show that, that's, that still exists today and is still, you know, uh, making, you know, I don't know, who's, who's still uh, on the radio, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I think there is, I mean, there's definitely a snobbery attached to those things, and, um, and that's fine. I, you know, I just have to keep doing what I do. 
and, and be, I'm safe in the knowledge that I know there isn't an, another male singer-songwriter on the planet that can do what I can do. And, uh, and um, you know, I don't need them to, to validate that for me. All right. Cool, man. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks very much. Thank you. Right, man. Thank you, Thank brother. You so Thanks very much.